um, going on from there too, one of my favorite things about that game is the cheat system. The cheats. I don't reason. remember the cheats. So the cheats. The, the, the game, it's not so much the cheats that I remember the most, it's what you could do on the cheat menu that was genius that never soft thought of. <laughs> what? If you go onto the cheat menu and you write like a swear word, like you you write like the F word or something, yep. Spider-Man will just pop up on the screen and punch it into something not, not a swear. Oh my god! I didn't know about it, that! Oh my god! Well, I didn't no, know it, what it, swear words at the time were, so... Well, no, we didn't either. This is something I found out recently, later on. That's um, so funny. That's so clever. I'm too. obviously, I'm obviously not gonna say what they are. But if you write, you can, you can get very creative. Let's just say, and, <laughs> and it's amazing how many they they took into con into like they took into like. It's amazing how deep they actually thought thought this through. <laughs> well, it's funny like to think about like all right the the. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. On this episode, me and Alex are going to be taking a look back at some of the more strange games that we played during our childhood, most of them being on the PlayStation 1, and of the license variety for the most part. Let's just say, some of them were good, some of them weren't so much. But honestly, that's why it's a memory. Anyways guys, thank you for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us. So, we played some weird games back in the day. We sure did. <laughs> yeah, we did. So, basically, guys, the theme for this episode is we're going to... Basically, we're going to take... I have a stack of PS1 games that we played back as kids when we first got our old classic PS... Not P, not a PlayStation, a PS1, the smaller version. Yep. But, um... The so, I got a stack version. of games we played back in the... Yeah, it was portable. <laughs> but, um... Portable, as they said. Yeah. But uh, anyways, how we're going to do this is I've got a stack of games here, and we're going to kind of just go down them and kind of give our memories of them. Some of them are pretty. Some of them were pretty good. Some of them are pretty Bad. garbage. <laughs> License <Yeah>. games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic. Which is what so we grew anyways, up on. So anyways, the one I wanted to. Yeah. Yep. So anyways, the one I wanted to start with um, was actually. Um, Rugrats in Paris for the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. So, the funniest part about this one is, I think for the longest time we didn't even realize there was a single player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because we always, I remember you always used to be like, oh, come here. Like, you gotta help me play Rugrats in Paris, because I always had to help you play. Well, yeah, because it, it, there was two options. There was the single player story, and then there was the mini games. Yep. Like, because in the story mode, there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, mini-games that you have to, like, play to, like, get, like, tickets and stuff to complete the game. Yep. But there's a two-player mode that gives you the option to just use the, play the mini-games. <laughs> yeah. And as a kid, at a kid at the at the, the ripe old age of five, you were four. Yep. Um, we literally didn't realize, we thought that just was the game. Yep. So, we played a lot of the mini-games. I know one of them was Whack-A-Mole. Yes. Which was ridiculous. I, I, <laughs> a lot of them were really kind of like stupid. The one I remember the most, though, was the mini golf. Oh, yes. The mini because golf. Because it took forever. Yep. 
I think we quit a lot of the times, like, halfway through. <laughs> that was where I learned about the rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it reminds me now of, like, when you play Mario Party and you select, like, 50 rounds, like, to do 50 oh. rounds, and you're just like, why did I do this to myself? And that's what it was. It was like, why did we do this? Why? That's. It's also the reason why our original PlayStation 1 controller is, like, borked beyond belief. <laughs> Because you were very, you were the queen of slamming it on the ground when you yes, lost. Yes, I was the queen of the throw the controller across the room. Yes, yes, I was. I'm so sorry. And I remember too. I gave you. I always would give you the legitimate PlayStation One controller, and I would use the um, the aftermarket one because it was red and it was see through and it was made by yeah. Mad Cats. I thought and it was I thought green. It was, no, we had the green one too, but oh, the red okay. one was the one that we used the most because the red one was the turbo uh, controller. Yep, but had the rumbles. <laughs> well, they all had rumble, but um, oh. that that red one I just thought it looked cooler. Yep. Because it was see through and it was bright red. <laughs> yeah. But in reality, I still own it. I have to pull it out at some point. Yep. To a, I want to make a, a blog post about it at some point, but um, that thing is a piece of garbage. <laughs> It is terrible. Oh my goodness. But my god, I remember it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but other than that, I remember the bumper car game. Oh, yep, I remember the bumper car game. Because that was the one that you were really good at for some reason. Yeah, I, there was always like, I feel like we always had some mini games where, uh, with everything we played, there were always just some things that I was innately good at, and then some things that you were just much more better at. You had the yeah. majority, it was very rare when I was better at you than them, but that was one of the few where I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. better. So, okay, so anyways, moving on to um, another game, um, another big one, just, just, this isn't a timeline of the games we played. I just wanted to start with Rugrats because that was the first game we played on the PlayStation yeah, together. Yeah, that was like our introduction to the PlayStation. <laughs> Very much. But um, another game that, uh, jumping around a bit, is, uh, do you remember PS1 Monopoly? Yes, I remember us playing Monopoly quite a bit, too. So PS1 Monopoly is, I actually think it's one of like the better like console versions of Monopoly. Yep. But one of the things I always remember about it was... It made heavy use of like PlayStation era CG, <laughs> yes. and it would like anim it would animate the items as like the they went across the board, yep. and the animations were freaking hilarious. <laughs> like I, I was always on Team Thimble for life. Yep. If you remember, I think I and the Thimble like... is hilarious because. Go on. Oh. I was gonna say, I think I was always like, uh, if there's like a dog or something, like I always pick the animal. You were or you were the dog. You alternated between the dog. Yep. Or you were the top hat. Ah oh, yes, the top I hat. I think I, I like the why animations. You were the yeah, because it flapped. Yeah. <laughs> the top hat flapped its wings as it flew across the board. Yes. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. Yes. The oh. thimble just like to bounce around. But my favorite thing about the thimble was, uh, whenever you went pat over like the go to jail space, the mm -hmm. thimble would like tiptoe over it, like being sneaky. Like tiptoe, tiptoe, I'm not going to jail. And I always remember that one. I also always remember like the uh, I didn't because we couldn't read at the time. I couldn't read what bankruptcy meant. <laughs> so I remember uh. I, I selected. I selected. I remember I selected the bankruptcy option, thinking, "What does this do?" And then Dude. we just I just lost. And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> And the game over screen is kind of creepy. Like it's the uh, the top hat guy, like Mr. Monopoly. He's yep. like in 
like rags, like shredded clothes, and he's just banging on the ground like I'm ruined. <laughs> I don't remember that. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to look uh, that one up. One of these days, we're gonna have to play it again. I, I want to have like a four-player round of that at some point, just because it is <laughs> such a trip. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh my god, I don't remember that. Yeah. But looking back, I'm like laughing so much because like. Like, when we played it, I forgot. Like, we didn't know what bankruptcy meant. Like, we didn't know what half the no, words we meant. We couldn't read. <laughs> also, we didn't know how to... I, I also... That game taught us how to actually play Monopoly. Because when we actually yeah. played it, the board game, we did not follow the rules. <laughs> yep. At all. I think And our parents like just every... let us win, so... Yep. Yeah. With every board Especially the game, game of life. Like, oh, yes. No one ever follows the rules for life. Or Uno, I guess. Like, everyone plays Uno wrong, too. Mm. The proper way to play it. No one plays yeah. it right. No one. Alright. Now, uh, jumping along again, let's go with, um... So let's go with another game. Uh, do you remember the Rocket Power game? Oh, yeah. That was so crap! So, <laughs> th this, one, this one we played... You didn't really play this one much more. This was one of the ones where, where you just kind of watched me play more than anything. Yeah. I don't think I watched you play it for that much, too, because I remember you always rage quitting. Because you always got stuck, and you couldn't get past so, it. The Rocket Power game is like an extreme sports game, and yeah. it has, like, snowboarding, biking, and stuff. The problem is, though, the story mode is confusing, yep. and the controls aren't very good. So the story mode starts off with, like, snowboarding, and then you have to get in this, like... I guess for story reasons, they the, the villains of the plot stole your bike and ripped it apart and oh, hit it around oh. town. <laughs> so then you have to, uh, the second mission is you have to do this, like, roller skating thing. You have to find all the bike pieces in, like, a time limit. Yep. And I, the, the controls are so loose and slippery, I could never do it. I always just rage quit. I spent <laughs> most of my time in that game, I spent just exploring the, uh, that the roller skating world map yep. in, like, free play mode and trying to learn how to do stunts and just getting <laughs> frustrated with it. I remember oh, that. That was a trip, because that one... That one literally is not good. I like, think that I, I was like your first, it. like your first game that like was like not playable, like that you just yeah. like, couldn't like you just couldn't play it because the controls were so bad. I think that was like your first experience with a game where mm. the controls were just so poor that it almost made it unplayable. Yeah, that one was definitely up there. Uh, I mean, some of these, like another one we can we can take a glance over for because we played it for literally probably about ten seconds was uh, Shrek's Treasure Hunt. <laughs> yes. I'd like to point out that we didn't pick any of these games. These were all gifts. Yes, these were <laughs> back we, in the day. We were at the age of like licensed game. Oh, they like Shrek. Oh, they like Rocket Power. Oh, SpongeBob. Oh, all the yeah. But, well, which is funny though because we did have games we wanted at the same time though. Because I mean, I had Final Fantasy VIII and we had Crash <laughs> at the same time too. Yes. But those are good games. Yes. And those are also are the games, games we actually wanted. Yes. But what's and funny is the ones that we. We got a lot of licensed games as, like, birthday and Christmas presents over the years. And another one, yeah, the Shrek game. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, that's another one we paid. I think we I literally played for, like, ten seconds and just gave up. That game was, like, completely unplayable, though, right? Like, you just couldn't so, play that so game. So, it's, it, it's, um, it's, like, a mini-game collection, but it has, like, this overworld Open map. World. Yep. But I couldn't, but I couldn't figure out how to find, like, any of the, uh... Like any of the world, like the mini games. So I just wandered around the map for like an, like ten minutes and was like, "This is boring," and just took it out and put it away and just that was it. Yeah, 
I don't yeah. remember that one a lot, but I think it's because you tried and like got fresher and never I played touched it once. again. Yeah. It went in a it went in a box and I only rediscovered it recently. <laughs> I think I saw like clips of it online. Like someone did a review of it and I was like, Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that game. It was that's a how piece that's of why time. I was I tried to find my copy of it because I was like, I, I need to remember, is this as bad as I remember? And yeah it is. Yes, it was as bad as you remember. Cause that I think okay. that came out really quickly after the movie came out too. So they yeah, were just it was trying a... to Cash grab, cash grab. It was a late PS1 game. It was also made by a studio called The Code Monkeys. Oh, how fun! Who also made? They also made Simpson skateboarding. So let's. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. They they actually made another game on this that we we have on our list to talk about today. Uh, Goofy's Funhouse. Ooh, Goofy. <laughs> Goofy's Funhouse. So this is one of the ones I actually beat back in the day. Oh, you did. Yeah, so I don't know how I did because honestly, I played it recently and I'm like, this is bad. But um, yeah. So Goofy's Funhouse is kind of like, it's a um, it's a it's similar to the Shrek game actually. Now that I think about it, it's a mini game collection game. Yep. But it has like an overworld that you can explore. The difference is though, the overworld makes a bit more sense. Yep. Because it's not as it's not as condensed and also what the mini games are actually makes so it's like to get the mini games you have to like solve puzzles around the house like find items and like bring them to other places to unlock mini games mm-hmm. like one of the mini games involves goofy's car and oh, yep. but the car's missing its wheel cuz the wheel <laughs> is flat so you yep. have to find the air pump to pump the air wheel and then you got to put the wheel back on the car so you can do the car mini game yep and the car mini game is unplayable <laughs> <laughs> the controls are so bad. Oh my goodness! But my gut, yeah. Also, it has one of the worst fishing games on uh, all of um, <laughs> the PlayStation. Oh, it's wow. so boring. It's so boring. I think I remember it, the fishing game. I think I remember it, was, it now. I finished everything in that game except the fishing because the <laughs> fishing took forever. Oh my goodness! It took it took me like months to finish that because it was so boring. Yeah. What was cool, though, was once you beat a minigame, you unlocked a cartoon that kind of went with the minigame. Oh! So you could watch old... Oh, that's coming back to me now. Oh, my goodness. And we could, you that. could watch these old... Uh, mm. You could watch, like, these old, like, Disney cartoons. And it was it was a cool, nice feature. I mean, nowadays, you could find those things anywhere. I mean, Disney oh, Plus. Oh, yeah. But... but at the time, like, that was, it was actually, cool like... T- yeah. A lot of games did that. Like, there was a lot of games that were, like... Mm. They had like little cartoons in them and stuff, and it was like it, a it's funny fun looking feature. back though, because the yeah, it's funny looking back though because the quality is terrible. Oh yeah, of course it is. Well, they were because it's all it's it, PlayStation obviously. FMV. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, hilarious. That's though. so funny. I forgot about that. Oh, memory lane, memory lane. But um, anyways, uh, staying on the Disney train now. Let's actually go to a uh, a good game this time a around. Good game. <gasps> yeah, well, I, I it was good for the time, anyways. But um, yeah, Tigger's Honey Hunt. Tigger! Oh, I this one we that. played a lot. I remember the music like so fondly. Like, I just like I remember always like it would stay in my head for the whole day. The soundtrack, mm. it was just it was a really good soundtrack. Like it was good. It, they were fun games. I remember I always watched you play those games because so. The the Tigger one is another funny one where it's another case of we didn't real I didn't know that there was a single player at first because I remember we played a lot of the uh, 
the mini games in that game because all these games had mini games. <laughs> yeah. You notice. That was but, a um, common trend. I, I always remember poo sticks. <laughs> poo sticks. Poo sticks. <laughs> you basically who throw the stick in the water? Who's is gonna land first? <laughs> who thought of that name? Who I said that was a good idea? Who named the uh, character Poe? Who did we, this? <laughs> we just have dirty minds. Yeah, not dirty, more immature. No, it's yeah, we are extremely immature. Oh yeah. But um. But anyways, th that game was actually pretty cool because it was actually um a side scroller. Mm -hmm. Like a side-scrolling platform game. Yep. And it had like exploration elements where like yeah, you'd run into like um a character at the start of a level and he'd need an item and you'd find the item at like some point randomly hidden in the level. Yep. So you'd have to find that and then bring them back and it, it was cool. Like you, you explored around these like pretty decently designed levels. Yeah. And as a kid, it was a decent challenge for the time. Like it was fun enough. It was, like, a challenge, but it was remember, also playable for, like, kids, too. And it it looked good, too, for PlayStation standards. Like, the graphics were colorful, nicely detailed. Mm. Um, that's another thing. Oh, it was also had full voice acting, which was pretty cool for the time. Yeah. No, I remember that game really fondly. It was, like, such a, like, cute little fun game. Like, it was, no, like, I, a good game. Mm. And I, I pulled that one out recently just to give it a shot, because I was like, I remember loving this as a kid. Let's see how it is. Yeah. And um, I put it in, I'm like, wow, this is still surprisingly solid. Oh, it still holds up. That's awesome. It, it is. I mean, it's not, like, the greatest game ever made, but, you know, for for a stupid little, like, platformer that you got as a kid, it was actually surprisingly solid. Yeah. It's still fun. Aw, that's awesome. Oh. I loved that mm. game. I, I remember that. Like, I have so many distinct, like, memories of us, like, me watching you play it, mm. honestly. Oh, such a cute game. Yeah. So, uh, jumping to another Disney property. Here's another platformer, and this one is, I still think, a triple-A game. <laughs> Believe it or not. And that's uh, 102 Dalmatians, oh, Puppies to the Rescue. Yep, yep, yep. I Available. remember. Here's the funny part. We played the hell out of the PlayStation version back in the day. Yes. But I actually, nowadays, I actually tracked down the uh, Sega Dreamcast version. Oh, really? I didn't know that yeah. was a Sega Dreamcast version. Mm. Well, because our PlayStation 1 copy was well played. Yep. And it doesn't work all the time anymore. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so I track. I realized rather than buying another PlayStation copy, I just found a uh, Dreamcast copy. And I was like, yeah, give this a shot. It, it's actually cleaner. Oh, it really? It looks nicer. And, I mean, it, most Dream... And it plays a little better. But, yeah. um... Anyways, yeah, that game was surprisingly good. Yeah, I remember us playing that game a lot. Well, me watching you play it a lot. Um, I remember that. You tried to play it. I but think you I didn't did have... try, and I, w I just wasn't very good at it. As a, I didn't have another... the patience for it yeah. as a kid. You were more into mini games at the time. Yes. But, um, yeah, that game is actually, like, a fully developed, like, 3D platformer, like, with a, a number of, like, pretty... The stages are all linear, so it's not, like, a super complicated game for kids. Yep. But, um, for what for what it was, it was surprisingly solid. It doesn't follow, it doesn't follow the plot of the movie at all. No. It's, it's very loosely, it's actually more based off of the cartoon from the time than anything. Yep. But it, it's another one that had, like, full, um, voice acting. I remember some of the levels were, like, hilarious, too, because they had, like, little, like, hidden Easter eggs all over the place. Yeah. I remember there was a lot of, like, hidden, quirky little features. 
that game was fun. Well, they, there was a bunch of all the um, you had to the goal of the game was through every level is you had to find a number of uh, Dalmatians hidden in boxes yep. and rescue them. And um, they would always have this really ridiculous like dialogue whenever you rescued them. They'd all be like, "Oh, you saved Thank me!" And it's me. like. Why does he have a nasally voice? Oh, I remember... Oh, I just remember, like, there was some... Like, wasn't there, like, a carnival air or something? I don't remember what... There was a carnival level. Okay, I remember that. the carnival level, like, distinctly. Like, because it had, like, I always remember... Music, one and one was, of like, the a... things I remember the most is, um... Ever, there was the three... Uh, Corella's, like, three henchmen... Yes. Would appear randomly throughout the levels, but what what was funny is you had the two the two from the cartoon the the like Horace and Jasper I think their names were. Yep. And they had their uh, their cartoon designs, and yep. then you had that weird guy from the One Hundred Two Dalmatians movie the the uh, the lapelt guy like the guy with like the fur coat. Yep. <laughs> and he clashes so much with like everything in the game because he's based <laughs> off his movie design. Yep. And he's so out of place. It's like, who the heck is this guy? Yeah, what, what is up with this character that doesn't match anything else in the game? Hmm. Well, that... You ever watched... Have you watched 102 Dalmatians recently? It is a weird uh, movie. I haven't watched... She gets baked into a freaking cake at the what end. What the it's hell? Biz- <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre. Very I, bizarre. Yeah, I really haven't watched a lot of Disney movies I, I general. need to give I need to give you my Disney Plus account to yeah. see if you can see that. Yeah, it's it's uh it's something. I'm like really like confused and stuff. I'm like looking back at Disney movies, like old Disney movies. You're just like, what the hell? Well, it's like, funny because oh. everyone gives Disney. Everyone's given Disney. I mean, I'm not even a huge Disney fan, and I'll defend Disney here. Everyone is giving Disney crap now for like all the live action remakes, but they yep. were doing this back in the day. Like this isn't like oh, a new yeah. thing. No. No, they were definitely... Yeah, but I, I remember... Uh, you were saying? Oh, I said I definitely remember that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, that one was really good. Like, I I still would say that's a phenomenal game, even, like, today. Mm. No, I definitely remember, like, always having fun watching you play that. And, like, when I did play a little bit, it was always fun. Definitely a good game. Mm. Disney surprisingly had, like... Well, not all of them are good, but it had like a lot of good licensed games. Oh, most on the most one. of Disney's out, most of Disney's PS One output was like surprisingly really good. Yeah. Actually, speaking, well, not quite Disney, but it's in that same kind of realm. Um, uh, here's a kart racer for you. Do you remember Muppets Race Mania? Yes, it was such a good kart racer. It's still really good. It's. It was. It's actually really solid today, aside from the voice acting being kind of <laughs> weird. No, no. It's just Although the, the two, um, the the humor in it is, is actually surprisingly funny, though. Like, um, there's the uh, the two I forget their names. The two like Muppets that always like are like laughing about random crap. Yep. The old the old guys. Yep. But I always remember they would always do like the introduction to every track. Yes. And I, I remember I remember one of them was all like, "So like, why does this track look the same as the last one?" It's like. Because it's just the lagoon at night, or something like that. <laughs> like it was, yeah. it was self-aware. They always had like funny little. But I remember. Comedy. Mm. <laughs> and uh, every, all the stages were based off of like the classic Muppet films up until Muppets in Space, I believe. Yep. Oh, that's and so it was funny. cool because it would actually every, you they there was a whole bunch of like full motion clips too from like all the Muppet stuff. Yep. 
the PlayStation definitely utilized that, being able to like show mm-hmm. a bunch of like full motion clips. That's so funny. Yeah, that game is surprisingly hard though. No, I remember like we'd play together, but I would lose all the time. I'd come in last place oh, all e- the time. <laughs> Even in single player, like it's not a very easy game to mm. be perfectly honest. Like, I was surprised how much of a challenge I had, I've had with it, even coming back to it now. No, I remember I saw, like, a review of it recently. Not recently, like, a year ago. And I remember them saying, like, oh, yeah, like, this is a really fun game, but it's not easy. And you will have a hard time. No, you it, will, it really isn't. Like, you will it's have to play the course a hundred times before you get it right. Mm. Oh, that's so funny. There's also, like, these obst- there were there were these obstacle course levels where you had to, like, drive... They were, like, side scores, but you were still in the cart. Mm-hmm. And you had to, like, go through, like, these things in a time limit and, like, get around all these, like, different jumps and stuff. Like, it was... It was it's a good game. Like, I'm surprised... Yeah. There are so many good games on the PlayStation. Even yeah. the license crap. No, even... I feel like back, back then, like, the license stuff was, like... Yeah, they were trying to make money, but they also were like, oh yeah, we're going to try and make money, but we're also going to make it like a decent and fun game to play, and then as it progressively, as we get now, they just, they make it to just sell, and it's crap, like, and they know it's crap. Yeah. Honestly, we don't really get that many licensed games these days no, anymore. No, not anymore. Well, I think because people don't really buy them anymore, because like, well, it's, it's just... It's that, and games are just more expensive to make now. Yeah, no, that too. That's why the Wii was such a, like, treasure trove of, like, sh- of shovelware. Because <laughs> the Wii was so easy to make games for at that point. Yep. Oh, there's so much crap. We could do a whole episode on the Wii, mm. cr- like, just crappy games on for the, the Wii. On Wii shovelware. <laughs> Wii crap. <Yeah. laughs> but, um, anyways, moving on with kart racers, another classic kart racer from that time was uh, Lego Racers. Oh, yes! I remember the music distinctly, too. And you could, like, build your cart and, like, create your car. Oh, so fun. That that music, like, was like a... It, like, punched you in the gut. Like, it and, had this, like, strong, like, boom to it. And you never forgot it. Like, it would be in your head no. for, like, a week. I also liked making the most... Because the, like, the cart building, like, aspect didn't take... It didn't have any, like... Whatever you built didn't actually take aerodynamics into effect. <laughs> no. You could you build could make whatever the you wanted. Take. You could just make these, like, ungodly, like, travesties on wheels, and they would race just as fast as everything else. Ugh. I remember, like, us playing, and I'd be like, what the heck is that? And you'd be like, it's my cart. And I'd be like, that's an abomination. What are you doing? It was art. It was art. It was a it was shart. Beautiful. Not art. A shart. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, pull that out now and make uh, the most ridiculous, like, thing I can think of. Please in do. In the limitations of the system. Please do, and make an Instagram post of it. I think it would be hilarious. That'd be so I'll, funny. I'll look into it. Because I have ideas. <laughs> but, um... That game was solid too. Like it had really good controls. Yeah. Like, cool levels. My hard, really hard. And like, fun little so, power ups too. Okay, so the power up system. This is what I wanted to talk about. Yep. All the bricks have different designs. Like certain ones are projectile based, others are shields. One of them's a straight up teleport. Yep. Or, or. But the way they work is they have this cool stackable system where. All the regular power-ups are colored, like different colored bricks, but then there's the white brick, and the white brick is like the the stack brick. Yep. So every time you get like a white a white brick, it actually like levels up your power-up that you have currently in your like uh 
I, I guess the hold spot. Yep. So like my favorite is say the booster, where it's like if if every every power up goes up to four, yep. and um. The uh the booster starts out it's this tiny little rocket then it's like this big rocket then it's like two rockets, and then it just the last one is just a straight up level warp, <laughs> where it's like whoa. And like the uh, the shield is like progressively gets bigger. The um the the miss all like the different like missiles and like uh, rock like projectile ones. It, it it's a cool idea, and it makes it like it makes it like kind of like tactical in a way. Like, do you want to use it now or do you want to wait and like get a better version? Or sometimes you don't like the level warp one. Sometimes you don't want the level warp. Sometimes you just want yeah. the boost. Yep. Oh, that's so. Like cool. that was a cool. That that's something I think kart racers should bring back honestly, because yeah. Lego Racers had a sequel, believe it or not, on the PlayStation Two, and they didn't actually have that feature, which made uh-huh. it so much less interesting. I, feel I think, like... anyways, I don't remember. I don't remember Lego Racers Two. I don't. Th- we didn't own it. I don't think so. I that's like one thing I'm like that was something that was so cool about the game because it was so innovative, like it was taking the popular kart racer at the time, but it was making it like different and fun and like it felt it felt like a lego game and this is before like the lego games became the lego games as we know today no i wonder if they'll ever do like a remake of that game with like or just a new like a new version where they kind of take it and like they really amp up like the cart building too because i feel like now they could actually take into account like aerodynamics and like all of that fun stuff that would be (laughs) such a aerodynamics and a lego game i love it all that fun stuff oh man that would be, but it would be fun if you made like this beefy box and like it actually affected like you went as like a snail's pace, like you could barely go. It would be cool if you could experiment with that. Um, oh, but then, then everyone would just literally make like a chassis on wheels. No, but then they could also do like, well, if it's only like so little, then your character could go flying out of the car. So, or like it would be too mm. fast, and you could, I feel like they would have a way to work around it. I don't Maybe. Know. I think that would be super um, fun if they did that. I would love to see a remake of that. Well, anyways, uh, moving on, still with kart racers, do you remember Nicktoons Racing? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Nicked- we played the crap out of that. We played it so much. What was funny is that was one of those weird games that we had on both PlayStation and PC. Yes. Yes, I remember playing it on the PC. But I think we played they, it They together. were identical, though. Yeah. I always thought was what I always thought was funny though about that game was that game to me was like the, the um that was kind of like the passing of the torch moment for um like old Nickelodeon and new Nickelodeon. Yep. Yeah, because like the Cause, angry uh, be- the, it had the angry beavers like the mo- like the monster had, yeah. cartoon with the creepy ugly monsters that oh, I don't uh, all real monsters. Yep. All real monsters was Rocco's Modern Life. Rugrats. Rugrats. Rocco's Modern Life. Um. I think SpongeBob. Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. Was SpongeBob on there? Was he? In yes. There? Okay. That I think was, was SpongeBob. Was the was like the SpongeBob was like only like a year old at that point. I think. And they threw him in. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, looking back on that, it just makes me think of all like the childhood Nickelodeon cartoons. Well, you know. Oh, Wild Thornberrys was in there too. Oh, yep. But what 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 makes that so funny was SpongeBob was like. This was kind of like foreshadowing to what Nickelodeon is now, where they're basically just living off of like milking SpongeBob to death. Yep. But um, every character in that game had at least one representation, or or two at most. 
Yep. Except for SpongeBob. SpongeBob had three. <laughs> but to, to be fair, that one of them we did, wasn't apparent at first. Yeah. Because um. So there was SpongeBob and Patrick, obviously. Yeah. And then um. The main villain of the game is the Mystery Racer. <laughs> Who, spoiler alert, ends up being Plankton. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Which I didn't, I forgot I about didn't find that. out until, like, years later when I was actually good enough to uh Good enough beat to the beat game. it? Oh, that's so funny. I remember the intro to that game was creepy as a kid, too. Yeah. I feel like a Where, lot of games were a little creepy as a kid. You look back mm. and you're like, that was weird. That was a weird time. Yeah. It, it, it's just funny looking back at that one because that's like the old that was like one of the final hurrahs of old school Nickelodeon before yeah. it really like evolved yeah and it started coming like the live action shows and yeah I miss L- old live school action Nick- shows and Crap. just the weird all the yeah. weird weird I mean there were some good ones but there was a lot of weird stuff like I, I can't honestly we could do an entire pod. We could do probably an entire podcast on Nickelodeon games at some point. <laughs> we could, probably. Yep. All right, well, anyways, guys, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. See you then. Yep. Woo! And we're back. We're back! So, uh, yep. <laughs> so, continuing on with uh, the Nickelodeon theme real quick, we also have um, SpongeBob Super Sponge. Yes. I remember. Not the, f- not the first SpongeBob game, but one of the first. Yes. And it's not very good. No. No. So this one was weird. Like, it was like a side-scrolling platformer. Yep. With really slippery controls. <laughs> yep. And so SpongeBob, all the character graphics were like sprites. Yep. I remember. But the the world was like 3D, but it was like really like photorealistic 3D. <laughs> it was wonky looking. It looked weird. Yeah, it it's a very uncanny looking game. Yeah. But um, it also had that like super compressed audio where like all the character voices sound like they're in like a bubble yep. whenever they talk, and it's like really oh, like really like, like hot. Like really ear grating. Not yeah, <laughs> but um, one of my favorite parts about about it was um. So the whole plot of the game is, it's Patrick's birthday, and Sponge all SpongeBob wants is a, a signature from Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Yep. Like a, an autograph, and they are just like the biggest jerks for no reason. Like, they they send SpongeBob off on these constant, like, fetch quests. Yep. Like, get them lunch, do their dry cleaning, like, all this random stuff. So SpongeBob's, like, going from place to place in all these levels, including going to the future at one point. Yep. To inside, like, this, like, bonefish. Like, the, the oh, God, the graphics in this game are weird. Yeah. But, um, the most hilarious thing about this game is... Well, there's two things. When you finally actually beat the game, and you uh, you get the thing, the final goal for Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy before they give you the autograph is you have to fix their TV. And SpongeBob clearly doesn't know what he's talking about doing, so he uh, he he does such a hack job that after they give him the thing, it um the TV breaks immediately, and Mermaid oh. Man like threatens to kill him. <laughs> it's yeah, so I, random. I remember like 
mermaid man just being like a, a jerk and you were just like what the hell i don't want to help you you sick like i hate you it, it was funny because barnacle boy was always a jerk even in the show but um yeah. Mermaid Man was like super jerk in this yeah. one. Yeah. Granted, granted, they were only like a. They probably had like one appearance at this point, so they really yeah. didn't have characters. They weren't but really fleshed God. out or anything. Mm. And then the other hilarious part is, uh, if you get a game over, it's just Patrick at his birthday by himself, oh. and he's just going, "Oh, nobody likes me." Oh my God, I remember it. Oh, that's it's like coming so back sad. to me. Because oh, I remember like, that, like, so much because, like, the the controls were so poor. You'd get the game over screen so many times. Oh, yeah. So you'd hear that audio so much. Oh, my God. As soon as you said that, it came back in my head, and I was like, oh, my God. I remember this. Oh. Mm. <laughs> no, I just remember that because it was, like, so dark for no reason. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that game. You know that game had a Game Boy, Adva uh, game Boy Advance version, too, that's, like, slightly different? Oh, no, I didn't know it had a Game Boy Advance version. I got it recently and played it. I'm like, it's it's actually slightly better, but it's still not good. Yeah. Is it like the controls are slightly better, but still poor? Uh, it looks slightly, it looks slightly nicer. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it's so not the doing controls the are still 3D. poor. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not good, but it's it's not as disturbing. It's not I as bad. It's and you not don't have good, Patrick. But it's not you don't have Patrick wanting to kill himself at the end of oh, the game. That's so depressing looking back on it. Yikes. It is. And this, this was early Spongebob too, before Patrick became just like this irredeemable jerk half the time. <laughs> I know. They really made like Patrick like such a like not likable character towards it, the end. It's it's really sad how much you relate with Squidward as you grow up. Oh, yeah. No, I look we, we back all, and I'm like... We are literally all Squidward nowadays. Oh, yeah. No, especially now. We're all Squidward. Everybody is Squidward. You're Squidward. Uh, I'm Squidward. We're Squidward. How many Squidwards are there? Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Classic Spongebob was, like, on point. Oh, I know. Looking back, I still, like, I can never watch Spongebob. Well, the newer Spongebob again because of that toenail episode. Yeah. It haunts me in my dreams. I'm like, why uh, would they, an who animated that? And who said, oh, yeah, honestly, children's we, TV. Let's rip someone's toenail off. Ew. It was, I, uh, sorry, this is a tangent, okay. but it makes me so angry because that's gross. And I didn't want to see that on Spongebob. That's my yeah. tangent. But um, and yeah, we, honestly, we we should do a Nickelodeon podcast at some point because we could <laughs> talk a lot. Oh yeah. But um, anyways, uh, moving on from um, SpongeBob, another classic cartoon at the time was. Uh, do you remember Bugs Bunny Lost in Time? Yes, yes, yes. This yes. is another. Mm, this is another uh, really good one. Oh yeah. So this was a, another three D platformer, but this one had really solid controls awesome voice acting like it is very on point with Warner Brothers style humor yep you can tell I, they I really remember, put like, a lot of effort into the game hmm I just always remember like the, the all the levels were cool like very solidly designed like I like the time travel mechanic too because you could just like go to like all these different eras and then I don't think yeah. I ever beat that one though honestly I need I to don't sit think down and play did. it again no, I think I don't think we got very far in it, but I remember it being good. No. But I think what happened was I 
think you got that, and then you got, like, Crash Bandicoot or another game, and then that ended up taking over, and, like, you just didn't ever hop no, back you, to No, you know what I think happened? I think the PlayStation 2 came out around that point. Oh, yeah, I think that's probably it. And we had just kind of moved on by this point. Yeah. But it was a good game. Like, I remember, I have some solid memories of that mm. game. Like, the music was good, the voice oh, yeah. acting characters were good. Like, oh, such a now, good game. Going from a good Looney Tunes themed game to a not so good Looney Tunes themed <laughs> game. Do you remember the Tiny Tunes Plucky's Big Adventure game? I I do. Like, I remember playing it, but I don't remember a lot about it. I think I blocked it out. <laughs> okay. So this is like one of the most odd games I think I've ever played. Um because yep. I actually re I recently actually played it again wanting to do a uh, blog post about it. Yep. And I finished it in under an hour. Oh, wow. It it's an incredibly short game. Um uh, basically <laughs> it's it's an adventure game where you kind of walk around the Tiny Toons school and you basically just solve like puzzles. Oh, okay. Like every level is Oh, everything is coming back to me now. Oh my god. Yeah. It's coming back. Like it, it looked it was also it, it was like there was no music. Yep. I think. No, actually no, there might have been music, but it I was like really good. I think there really, was music, like, but it was poor. Yeah, it wasn't very good music. It was a very sterile game, like Yeah. Cuz there was bones. no voice acting and everything. Yeah, and I mean some of the puzzles were somewhat clever but at the same time like it was uh and the the best part about it is the whole goal is like i think it's like plucky forgot to do his homework so he decides to build a time machine to go back in time and do his yep. homework and as Stupid. you get through the game once you finally the, the payoff is is, is hilarious because once you finally build the the uh, time machine literally plucky like it, the bike goes into the future but plucky just crashes into the wall <laughs> <laughs> And the the bike's gone, and it just it's like the whole the whole game was for nothing. Yep. Oh, that's such a good that's a good Looney Tunes <sighs> ending though. That's a very Looney Tunes ending. Yeah. yeah. The game the game on uh, by the uh, in all regards though is pretty crap. Yep. And it's like, <laughs> like thinking it. about it logically, he probably could have done his homework in the amount of time it spent to build the time oh, machine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Yeah, that one wasn't spectacular by any means. I, I always remember, though, I was actually, I just came back to me because I remember I finished it in literally under an hour. It was that oh short. Oh my god, that's so funny. I feel like a lot of them oh were boy. almost, like, they didn't have a lot of playtime, but, like, you were so new to video games. I, I think they were aiming for that crowd of new to video games that they it, w oh, yeah. it would take them a long time to do it, but looking at it now, it would take nothing to do it. No. Um, so moving on, um, here's another racer. Do you remember uh, Hot Wheels Turbo Racing? Yes. We so have a lot of racing games. When I think games. Hot Wheels Turbo... We, we did. I think that might be why we liked them so much. But, um, yeah. On, uh, the funniest part about um, Hot Wheels Turbo Racing is I always will remember it, A, for the... Because Hot Wheels were cool back in the day. But yeah. also the intro music was the intro music was fueled by Metallica. So it's like, give me fuel, give me five every time you start the game. Oh up. my god! Yup. Yup. It's all coming back now. Oh my god. That's so funny looking back. They would never mm. do that now. Mattel would never do that. Well, no, because so... yeah, 
You have to pay. You have to pay licensing fees now. Oh my god, that's funny to look back and think about. Like, I wonder if they did ask Metallica or if they just used it. Like, I wonder because it was no, such no. A they de- different... they definitely did because they definitely got. They definitely had to pay royalty. I mean, this is Metallica we're talking about, the Napster guys. Yep. <laughs> but um. Yeah, but I always remember that it was. So this one was pretty cool because like all the cars were um, based off of actual Hot Wheels toys from the time. Yep. Like the classic ones, and Kyle Petty's NASCAR Hot Wheels car at the time because of course why not. Yep. But um, the levels in that one were really cool, like really creative levels, like a lot of mm-hmm. obstacles you had to dodge. Hot Wheels games were surprisingly good back in the day. Yeah, I remember we had, like, Hot Wheels computer games, too. And I remember playing those a lot, too. The computer ones. Oh, the stunt stunt track driver. Yes! I remember that. Because we, we'll, I remember... We'll, come, we'll save that one for... Oh, yeah, We'll, we'll save we that one for uh, when we talk about... We'll do a PC, old PC games talk yeah. podcast at some point. We have but a yeah. lot to talk about. A lot of Hot Wheels and a lot of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> and among other things, but, um... Getting back to the PlayStation, another one that was um, a surprisingly solid game for the time was, um, do you remember the original Spider-Man game? Yes, I do. I remember playing that together. I remember it mostly for the music. Yep. You know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever. Yeah. We are That game is, the music in that, no, we're not terrible, (laughs) but, um, Oh, shut it. But, oh, I just um, heard that echo. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, the the music in that game, uh, composed by Tommy Tallarico, yep. um, it is, like, bassy and funky as hell. Yep. Like, whenever, like, you get into, like, a fight in that game, it's like, the bass, the bass just pops, it's like, dun 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 dun, dun like, crazy stuff. Yeah, start headbanging. Um, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think... That was probably one of the first, like, truly great superhero games. Because mm. it was just, like... It was crazy, like, how well made that game was. That was made by, um... Neversoft, the people who did the uh, Tony Hawk series after, eventually. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but, um... I always remember the levels were really cool, even... Even though, like, it did... The, the web swinging didn't really make sense, because you could basically swing anywhere in the sky, no matter what. But I mean, whatever. We we had hey, better web swinging. Hey, it later. was fun. It was fun. That's what really mattered. Well, I always like the logic that he's. I always like the logic that he's just attaching to the top of your TV screen. Yeah, exactly. Also, like I don't know. I oh, think man. people need to not. It's a, it's a guy who shoots webs from his hands. Like, who cares at that point? <laughs> oh, don't, don't don't get the don't get the comic fans started. <laughs> but um. Oh, I won't. Anyways, another, I always love the plot and. I love the plot in that game too because their their way of not having to render full cities was they basically made the whole plot about the, it the city gets in flooded. Yeah, it gets flooded in poison gas, so it's like this is this is our reasoning for why you can't go touch the ground because there's poison gas. <laughs> this is why we don't have to render all the graphics. <laughs> that hey, was smart honestly, for the time. Smart for the time. It worked. Yeah, it, that game. It runs great. Like, it's a very yeah. solidly made game. Yeah. Great voice acting. Stan Lee does all, like, the introductions. Because, of oh, course, Stan so, Lee oh, does. That's actually, like, so sad looking back on that now. Like, oh, if you well, this is, you gotta remember, 
you gotta remember though, this is before all the Marvel movies and stuff, so this was before Stan yeah. Lee cameos were everywhere. No, but, uh, that's what, that was like his first cameo almost, like, I, not really, maybe, I bet, but it I'm was one sure of if, his first, like, one of I'm his I'm not sure if Spider-Man, the Spider-Man movie was out yet, or one of the X-Men's at that point, I doubt it. Yeah. But, um, I, um, going on from there too, one of my favorite things about that game is the cheat system. The cheats, For I don't reason. remember the cheats. So the cheats, the, the the game, it's not so much the cheats that I remember the most, it's what you could do on the cheat menu that was genius, that never soft thought of. <laughs> what? If you go onto the cheat menu and you write like a swear word, like you, you write like the F word or something, yep. Spider-Man will just pop up on the screen and punch it into something not, not a swear. Oh my god! I didn't know about and, that! Oh my god. Well, I didn't no, know what it, swear words at the time were, so... Well, no, we didn't either. This is something I found out recently, later on. But, That's um, so funny. That's so clever, I'm too. obviously... I'm obviously not going to say what they are, but if you write... You can you can get very creative, let's just say. And, <laughs> and it's amazing how many they, they took into, con, into, like... They took into, like... It's amazing how deep they actually thought thought this through. <laughs> well, it's funny, like, to think about, like, all right, the the creators of the game, like, pointed at one guy and said, you, you there, your job, think of all the possible ways you can spell the F word <laughs> and write it down. Oh, no, it's not and, even just and, the F word, just... No, all the swear, I just, Any... like, I, I love the idea of thinking about some person and that was their whole task for the game was just to think of that for one little part of the game. That's hilarious. Oh my god. I love that. It's just, it's just funny because you're literally, you type it in and then literally Spongebob's, uh, not Sponge, Sp- <laughs> yeah, Spongebob <laughs> pops in screen. <laughs> no. Just imagine Spongebob just like, hell no! And just like, oh, I'm pretty no. sure, I'm pretty sure that game predates Spongebob. But <laughs> anyways, Spider, Spider, it's just great because you read it in Spider-Man. Just his model literally just pops up and just punches it and then goes away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh my god, I love uh, that. That that, that one was look great. Look that up after this so I can see it. Oh just god. look up Spider-Man PS One uh, swearing cheat menu swearing or something. You'll probably find it. Oh, that's. So but um, funny. another, uh, what was another great one? Um. Oh, do you remember uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Forbidden Memories? <laughs> yes! It was just the card game, but it had, like, a in- weird, like, story mode to it. Then in the, the card game's rules were, like, so wrong. <laughs> like, they didn't follow the actual official rules. The game was hard, too. Like, so whoever made the really game hard. didn't actually play the card game, basically. It made... Well, I have no idea. I forgot, can I, the, actually, it was made by the creators of the card game, so... Oh, so maybe we just don't know how to play the card game is what No, no, saying. no, that, 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 game literally, that game literally just doesn't follow the rules of how <laughs> the card game actually is. Then again, though, the <laughs> anime didn't follow the rules either, so... Nope. Nope, nope. Oh, that anime. But yeah, it was... <laughs> yeah, that was a classic. Honest, that, that game's actually a treasure. What, what am I saying? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But, um... Anyways, um, we're pretty much at the end of our list here, so now actually we're going to go with our final game that we have probably the most memories of. Yes, is, yes, uh, yes, yes, and yes. And this isn't light. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> this yes. one isn't licensed. Okay. <laughs> this one isn't licensed. This one is just a uh, a very obscure um, platforming action game, I guess you could say. But uh, the it best was a uh, tiny game. tank. Tiny tank. <laughs> <laughs> 
loved it. F- fully titled, fully titled Tiny Tank Up Your Arsenal. <laughs> Why did Mom yeah. buy this for us? She didn't. She bought it for Dad. Oh, okay. And we just kind of acquired it. It, it became ours at one point. We kind of borrowed it one day and never gave it back, you know. <laughs> exactly. That's always how it works as kids. It's alright. Dad doesn't play video games anymore, anyways. So. Nope. True. But um, Tiny Tank. Where where do we begin with Tiny Tank? Oh, I don't. I will. Oh, honestly, it, it had I'd voice acting, right? It did. Tiny the the cutscenes the full on so the game. The way the game works is it's actually a really cool idea is all the levels in the game take place after, like, the story that is being explained in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. So all the cutscenes, the CGI, like, nice, like, CGI ones, are, like, um, like a kind of like a prequel to the actual what's going on in the game. So it's kind of yep. like they slowly, as you play through the game, you get built up to what's actually going on. But um, th- they're so freaking funny. Tiny Tiny Tank, the actual tank like that you play as, is a snarky little jerk, and it's yes. amazing. Oh, I I just remember was... all the jokes now. I like want to go back and either look up like a playthrough or play it myself because I feel like I get the jokes more now too. Like, because mm. at the time I think it was jokes that went over our head. Oh, because... there was a ton of them. Like Tiny. We just didn't know. Oh, I want to go back. Tiny, and Tiny watch Tank's it. funny. But um, the game is, it's it's basically like a platforming hybrid slash like action game where you get a bunch of levels and you usually have, there's a set target in the level that you have to take out, mm-hmm. and you basically have to kind of go around the levels like, build up your arsenal of weapons on your tiny tank and then, take out the said thing through the level and then get back to your the uh, the objective platform and then move to the next level. Yep. But it has just this hilarious like sense of humor. Like in the background, you have like the bu- the villain of the game, like who's doing like radio broadcasts the whole time. Yep. Just taunting you, like and getting progressively more agitated as you take out more like enemies. Yeah. Um, I always remember the first boss because the first boss um is like this like cowboy guy. Yep. And when you defeat him, you take you his, his cowboy hat. hat so you take his just cowboy. A, he just has a. Yeah, so he, uh, Tiny Tank just has, like, a cowboy hat the entire game. <laughs> oh, I freaking love that It's just, that it's game. funny. It was a, like, oh, it was a uh, really funny, fun game, and I feel like it's so underrated. Like, I feel like no one really knows it's, about it, but it was so fun. So the studio, the studio that made Tiny Tank is a, is a very obscure studio called And Now Productions. Oh, wow. They literally made, they made two games. They made Tiny Tank... And then they also made another game called Mort the Chicken. Okay. Tiny Tank is significantly better than Mort the Chicken. Okay. But they both have that really weird sense of humor. Yeah. Mort the Chicken is just weird. Mort the Chicken is just a straight up weird game. Like, I've ugh. never heard of it, so. But Look it up sometime. It's, it's... Tiny Tank. One of my favorite dead. levels. One of my favorite levels in Tiny Tank is, um, there's like an, the whole, the the level is very, it's like, it's just an arena. And basically Mm -hmm. all you have to do for the level, well actually no, the level before it's even shorter, you're on a conveyor belt. And you basically have to like, take out, you gotta basically like, you have to get through like this vacuum tube to get to the next level. 
Mm-hmm. But the only way to do it is you have to, like, get on top of one of these, um... It's like a piece of, like, they call it nanometal in the game. Mm-hmm. But touching the nanometal hurts you because it's, like, super hot, so you have to, like, get it cooled. So you have to, like, time it to get on top of the metal so yep. it sucks you up through the thing. And it's 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 kind of challenging, but then the next level is literally just a, um... The next level is literally a, um, it's just a mountain of nanometal, and the goal is you have to basically take out the metal mountain, and the way you do it is you basically just keep shooting at the metal and overheat it until it, um, explodes. But the thing is, there's these cooling robots who are trying to keep it cool, so you have to take them out constantly while still overheating the mountain. It's just a cool, it's a cool idea. Yeah. Like, there's some, like, variety in that really game. really creative. Like, it was a really creative game. Like, hmm. very different from the rest. And, oh, it's so underrated. We need an, a re- remake of Tiny Tank. I'm starting a petition. We're remaking Tiny Tank. We're revamping it, and it's coming out. Someone do it, please. Oh, also, remember when Tiny... Didn't he have little baby tanks that followed him, too, yes. at some point? Yes, and you could use them, you could use them as bombs. Yes. You were like, goodbye, my child. Time to explode and die. Your sacrifice will not be in vain. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, like, looking back at it, um, we played a lot of weird stuff on the PlayStation. And a lot of it was really fun, and then a lot of it was hot garbage, but all pretty good memories, I'd have to say. Let's be... Let's be fair, though. I mean, we did enjoy everything we played at the time. Yeah. I mean, even when we were frustrated and mad, we still went back and played it, so. It's just, it's really funny thinking about it now, because it's like, yeah, we'd be playing Crash, or be, I'd be playing Final Fantasy VII. I mean, not seven, eight. Yep. And then the rest of the time, we were just playing this licensed Garbo. Yeah. Even though some of it was good. But some of it. Some of it was good. Some was good. Not all of it, though. Yeah, some was horrible. Oh, man. Hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, some of it... Some of it was pretty bad. Like that... Remember that Power Rangers Time Force game? Oh. oh. That I, I could never beat this. I could never beat the third level. Yep. Cringe. And you had that Powerpuff Girls game. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was a bad game. That was... Yeah. It was like a beat-em-up, I think. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the controls game? worked though. Like I don't think anything I don't, I don't, worked. I don't think the game I don't think the I game I think the worked. game was broken, yeah. I don't or maybe like my copy just didn't work or no, something. No, I but... I I just think the game was broken. Yeah. It, it was I was it was it cash grab made to be crap so people would buy it but not play it. You also had that Bratz game that you literally didn't know what to do. Oh, yeah, the Bratz the dan- game. The dancing one. Yeah, it, like, also another one where it just did not make sense, and you didn't know what you were doing, and we were like, all right, this is a game, but I don't know what to do. Oh, Bratz. Bratz had a lot of games, too. They did, like, a lot of, like, they had, like, a Wii game, I remember, and they had, like, a lot of computer games. There was oh. a couple on the PlayStation 2 as well. Yeah, Bratz. What a Dang. time. They don't even make oh, them anymore. D- no, I think they came back. They did? I I yeah. saw them in the store one day, so but um oh, do you remember do you remember PlayStation DDR? 
Yes, we had the mats for it, didn't the we? The mat that was terrible. Yeah, it like it smelled work. bad too. It did. It was like it didn't work, and it smelled like weird plastic. It, I yeah. just remember it smelled really bad for some reason. I wonder if we still have the dance pad. I don't know. We might. Is it bad that I had more fun playing or trying to play other games with the dance pad than I did playing DDR with the dance pad? <laughs> that's actually hilarious. No, no, that's what I you do ha- with all the wonky controllers. You gotta try and play them on the on games that doesn't belong. I think honestly, I think I still have. Um, I still have DDR the that DDR game. That's I gotta so pull funny. it out sometime and see what the music is. <laughs> yeah, see if you have the dance pads too. I feel like we might not. I feel like we might have thrown them away because I have no idea where they would be. But if we have them, we gotta nah. bring it out. Bring it back. No, we need to find. We need to find the Nintendo GameCube one and play DDR Mario Mix. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Because I have that. <laughs> I do have that somewhere. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Oh wow. We'll do that. So uh, I guess I guess to wrap. Yeah, I guess to wrap this up. Um, what was your probably your favorite of the bunch? Tiny Tank, of course. Oh, Tiny Tank. I love that uh, game. I, I'd say it was it was Tiny Tank and Hot Wheels Turbo Racing were probably oh, the yeah. played the Hot most. Oh yeah, Hot Wheels. I still like I I completely forgot the Metallica song until you started singing it, and I was like, oh my god, it's all coming back. Oh, that's so funny. Hmm. I mean, it worked for what it was because it was just like. Give me fuel, give me fire. Like, just... <laughs> oh man! I just I remember that like that song is forever in my head because of that game. Oh no, I'd have to agree. Hot Wheels and Tiny Tank were probably the ones that. Oh, and the Tigger in the Tigger game because that one was just yeah. so cute and oh, wholesome. And, and, and one hundred and one Dalmatians, one hundred and two Dalmatians. Yeah. The, yeah, I'd have to say those those are like the best ones that we played. Mm. Um. Definitely. Of the weird ones. They were definitely the best. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, well, such good memories. I a, forgot about that was a lot of those chat. games. No, that oh. was a good chat. I can't believe... You know, it, it's really funny, but those were some of probably the... <laughs> this is one of the first real episodes, I think, where we truly talked about the games that shaped us. No, definitely. Tiny take. Tiny take. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. that was a good talk. No, that was a good one. I enjoyed well, it. Anyways, guys, um, thank you for joining us again on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. Thanks, guys. Yep. Um, and we'll and uh, s- you can find the Gaming and Collecting... What? <laughs> we're struggling. <laughs> uh, we're falling apart. No. Oh, no. No, but um, anyway... <laughs> Anyways, guys, you can find us on all the major podcasting platforms, particularly Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts, along along with Anchor. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining us as as we discuss the games that shaped us. See ya. Bye. Bye.